This episode of The Patch is brought to you by Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is ahead of the game when it comes to online ordering, whether it's from your computer, tablet, smartphone, or Xbox 360. Getting your favorites has never been easier or more fun. The Xbox 360 app uses Connect, so you can create the pizza you love using hand motions, your controller, or by voice command. And now for a limited time, Pizza Hut is upping your game by giving you free Microsoft points every time you order through Pizza Hut Xbox 360 app. Score up to 4,000 points every time. Now that's how you make it great. This episode of The Patch is also brought to you by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere, on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to huluplus.com slash roosterteeth. That's huluplus.com slash roosterteeth. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you're so really excited. Greetings, bro. It's the, it's the hey. intro that oh, right. they showed. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's exciting. I've been seeing the intro for a while. I guess yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, that thing? I've had that forever. Yeah, I got an intro. We are a legitimate stuff. podcast. We actually have a real logo as well now. Is that all that was holding us back was the logo? Yeah, the now intro? we got the logo. Right. It's all good. Holding us back from what? <laughs> Being from, a legitimate podcast. Uh, from, ha- from, from having from a logo. greatness. <laughs> so welcome to the patch. We got... Gus, Batch. Bernie, hey. Ryan, and Gus this week. How are you, internet? It's double twice the Gus, twice yeah. the fun. There's a thousand things to talk about. I said on Twitter there about really are, two yeah. or three hours ago that it was too much to talk about that we were just going to stare in the cameras for an hour and just yell video games at the top of our lungs. It's, it's a viable alternative at this yeah, point. it would be. Because we had packs this week. We played Titanfall. We should get, I'm gonna get, oh. Let me get Gavin and Ray over here, see if they're busy. You can get them on the mic and they can nah, talk about they the Titanfall work. stuff. Uh, <laughs> especially Gavin. Yeah, so we saw, we saw a lot of stuff at packs. Also, you weren't there. I got I got to play Fortnite at PAX. No shit. Really? Tell yeah. me about that. Assigned NDA. <laughs> All I can say is that I played Fortnite, but I'm gonna break NDA. It was good. Oh, I just wow. broke. I just broke <laughs> NDA. Yeah, Gus is living on the Watch edge. Out. Is that really a disclosure? Epic, at that is, point? Epic is on the phone now, <laughs> suing us. What a that's rebel. an opinion. Fucking spoiler. Fortnite's good. So Fortnite was well. You can't talk about it because. So it was, it was a game that. Epic. Epic announced, I think, two years ago, right? About two years ago. We were asking about it on the patch a couple of weeks ago. Like, whatever happened to this game they were talking yeah, about? I Fortnite. knew I was going to play it at PAX, which is why I didn't say anything at the time. Oh. So now... <laughs> now and now you can't. I know. You were prepared to not say anything, basically. Because they, they were, like, in a closed room. Like, you had to know where they were. Well, the it, funny it was, thing... Because I want people to think they had his presence on the floor. Right. What I'm saying is that you could have said something then, and now you literally can't say anything. Yeah. yeah. So your, your opportunity to have said something is now gone. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, you much, did a great job of teasing your inability. You're to a much say smarter anything. man than I am. You waited to do nothing. Is what we're hearing. You totally wait. That, that that's out. what I do, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sit around and wait to do nothing. Wait to do nothing. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to you guys about Fortnite because I can talk about it. I ain't said shit. All right. Uh, Epic Games Fortnite. Players will explore, forge, collaborate, and build by day. Yeah, there's a trailer online. You can check it out. Um, here, I'll pull it up. Well. You guys look at that. Put, so yeah, uh, I'm pulling this up for you. Up on my screen, I have Crash Bandicoot because I've been playing to solve the problem that I had. Is there something on the side of my head here? Is like a shadow here? Looks like I have a bruise on the side of my head. I think, I think it's just the color on that TV. Oh, okay, okay sorry. <laughs> sorry don't, don't get fixated. We have, we have, we literally went, and when we set up the podcast set, I went to an electronics store and mm-hmm. I said, "Give me the cheapest camera you have and the cheapest <laughs> TV you have." And we got that and this. Well, I think Ryan has the cheapest desk in the world. No, I have a really nice desk. It just happens to be in the back of forever. <laughs> you have a desk that somehow is not in your office. Uh, How is that even possible? I have, I have a desk that uh, when the you know building almost burned down yesterday, uh, my area went completely dark. All right, now you're going to worry people. Who <laughs> but you sit right by the emergency exit. I do. So you were the first person lights. out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was. Well, Except I was up front at the time. That is the fastest I've ever seen a YouTube video load in my life. So, it's supposed to be yeah, a short trailer. If we want to cut to this, we got a, a trailer here we can show. This is the trailer for Fortnite. 
Does it take place over four nights? No, it's two weeks, I guess. F-O-R-T. Oh. I don't think that's the right number of days for Fortnite anyway. No. To me, it's it, also looks, NIT. it looks a little bit like that Xbox game. Well, it just played on all the words. That Xbox One game that's coming out called uh, uh, Sunset Overdrive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very similar art style. Is that it? Yeah. I think it froze. Okay. Oh, it did? Yeah, there we go. Hey. Is that part of the, the trailer? Yeah, it's probably part of the trailer. It is, I think, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it essentially, you, you can tell from the... So, from, I'm going to try to guess what okay. it is, because you're going to get us in trouble and get lawyers over here. So, it looks like you build at... During the day, you go out and forage for stuff, and then you have to prepare for nighttime to fight the zombies and the monsters that come out at night. That's, that's what it looks like. That's what that looks like. And that's essentially what they announced, and to me, it... Uh, it's almost like somebody wanted to make a higher res version of what Minecraft kind of is on paper, which like that is the game that Minecraft initially was in the first few updates was a survival horror game mm -hmm. just in this kind of creative blocky world. And that's Fortnite by Epic. They announced that before Cliffy B left uh, left Epic. Like, I that think was the last the thing. I think he was the one who announced it. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so I've been waiting for that because it seems really cool to me. Sounds like the kind of game I'd be interested in. It's fun. And I got to say... I'm a little disappointed to admit this. I just deleted uh, Daisy from my, one of my laptops because I needed more room. Yeah, you gave up on it finally. Yeah, I just like it's and, and I just I just read somewhere that the uh, the standalone version mm -hmm. of it has been delayed again. Yeah, yeah he pushed it back. When, when we talked to Rocket, you know, we interviewed him at the RT podcast last year. Yeah, mm -hmm. he said his goal was to have it out, have standalone Daisy out by the end of last calendar year. Remember at the time of the podcast, yeah. I was like. Are you serious? The impression That's... I've gotten is he's never been in any big hurry, though. He's yeah. always been, you know, when it's done. Also, he came under so much fire there for a while, it's like he kind of went underground really did. for a while. He yeah. really did. I think uh, they may have seen the War Z as a competitor. Yeah. And then when it tanked, <laughs> Boy, yeah. well, it had a lot of hype. And it people did. were really excited about it. Well, and that's what went, happens when you make a lot of promises that you have no intention of keeping. <laughs> yeah, then it tanked, and I think they decided to take their time and, and really uh -huh. work on standalone Daisy and polish it. Was, uh, was War Z a Kickstarter game? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Wasn't okay. There's, there is. It's back, by the way, and it's rebranded as something else. Yeah, uh, uh, and then sold a bunch during the Steam sale. It's in the summer sale. Yeah, because yeah. I kept seeing the gaming subreddit be like, mm -hmm. "Don't buy this game," yeah. and I, I can't remember what it's called. I don't either. Oh, and everybody, I should say, if you're watching the live stream of this, uh, first of all, thank you for being a sponsor. Secondly, if you want to tweet to us at hashtag the patch, uh, we'll grab some of your questions from there as well. I also have a thread up on Rishi.com in my journal. Uh, you can go ahead and ask questions there as well. I'll be checking both of them. Yep. This, this thing seems to be dead. But we also we also saw Titanfall uh, at PAX. Let's talk about everything we saw at PAX. What, I, Titanfall was the, probably the biggest thing that I saw. It definitely the biggest thing I saw. Um, I played some of the, the PS4 uh, games there. Mm -hmm. um, the, I, I forget what the game's actually called. Is it Clank? The Garbage Monster game? Is that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're a giant kind of titan of garbage. Yeah. Right. It looks great. It, it plays. Right. It plays. It plays really well. Uh -huh. And I, but I'm, I'm honestly a little embarrassed now that I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's Clank, like K L A N K. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah, it's a. It was a fun game. And what's it for? PS4. It's a launch title. Did they have anything playable for Rhyme there? Because I keep seeing trailers for that, and it looks gorgeous. But mm. I have no idea what it is. I did not see that there. Uh, we took a look. I took a really brief look at Elder Scroll Online, oh, which really? looked a lot and played a lot like uh, Skyrim, according to everybody else. There, I saw so, it from a distance. They announced recently that it's going to be a pay. Per month subscription model, fifteen dollars a month, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, which is unusual. You don't really see. What? That's not, how yeah, is that unusual? Pay to play. I feel like that's that's changed nowadays. It seems like most MMOs are free to play or are transitioning or to have free a free to play, to play model. model. Right. Yeah, to me, the but it's very. I mean, 
The trajectory seems to be that they they launch it as being a paid service, mm-hmm. and then how quickly does the game become free to play? Because that's what Old Republic did. Old Republic yeah. was pretty fast. It was within a year. I want to say it was less than that, but I was I mean I was still playing it. Had just finished it, and then it went free to play. Well, I mean, they, the way that game was structured, they had such a quick tail off at the end. I mean, you get to the end and then you're basically done. Mm-hmm. So free to play was probably a good way to try and keep people on the service. It was at also, that point. I think it was also only free to play up to level 15, if I recall. Was it? Okay. Or am I thinking of World of Warcraft? I think you're thinking of World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft just made an announcement that they are no longer, uh, they are no longer opposed to considering a free to play model for World of Warcraft. Mm. But and everyone's talking like, oh, the service has fallen off so much, and the game's way down. It's like it's only seven million subscribers, seven hundred million. I'm like, that's a lot of fucking people. For paying, a nine year old game. Yeah, play, paying ten bucks a month. That's a seventy million dollar a month revenue stream. Yeah, I wonder what they're op- where that level of operating cost versus subscribership will kind of even out, and they'll have to call it. Plus, also, it's, it's probably higher than it, you think. It would it's be. not a flat fee for everyone. They pay less in China, and they pay that other company. It's like a licensing deal. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. And we don't know how many of the subs that are reported are in China. Right. So they get they get uh, a marginal amount of money there. Well, not Do a you marginal, know like anybody who gets a Chinese account just to save money? <laughs> no, because you have to play, then you have to play on the Chinese servers that are different. I mean, eventually everybody's account becomes a Chinese account when it gets hacked. When, it gets hacked. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you try to buy gold and oops, I fucked up so and I, then somebody owns my account. That's why I love the, the Blizzard Authenticator. As a tool, it's just like an app you run on your phone. It's like username, password, mm-hmm. and then your authenticator code. Just look at it and type it in. You played WoW how long? Uh, probably six years, seven years. Six or seven years. Yeah. You were hardcore. Yeah. You had a mage, I remember, in particular. That was my first character, yeah. A troll mage mm-hmm. that you were very excited about. I'm going to ask you a really personal question. I'm going to totally put you on the spot Okay. Here. Did you ever buy gold? Yes. You did? Yeah. Do you have any moral problems with buying um, gold? Now, looking back, I wish I hadn't. Uh, at the time, I thought it was totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> you have buyer's regret for fake gold? Yeah. Um, like, I feel like, because then I bought an item uh-huh. that I didn't earn. And I feel like I was then able to, like, do things in the game that I did not personally achieve. It's like, it's cheating. You cheated. It is cheating, you yeah. bought You bought the gold. Yeah. It's, 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 I bought a staff of Jordan in fucking vanilla WoW. Really? Yeah. That's what, what does I that wanted. Mean? It was like a really great item I wanted for my mage. Really? And is it, just, it all blue I, it with like wiggly arms? Epic. It would not <laughs> fucking drop no matter how many times I tried to farm it. So, But you did try. Yeah. Okay, so I mean you put some effort in. Yeah, so but I never like got it. But then I tried the new attitude. Well, yeah, he tried. You tried. <laughs> I mean, forget it. I mean, I tried yeah. to make money. I couldn't, so I just robbed a bank. No big deal. <laughs> I bought gold. I didn't give a shit. I, that was the game where I was like, I was never going to be able to invest the amount of time that everyone else did, so I bought gold. Well, yeah, I mean, you guys have talked about that idea before where, you know, some games you have an option where you drop a couple bucks and you just unlock the whole thing. Yeah. Saints Row 4 actually has but that. But I'd rather. Just I'd rather Unlock divert that money through legit channels uh-huh. to the developer or publisher. Fair enough. Okay, as, that oppo- I get. as opposed to this third-party gray yeah. market. But yeah. that market doesn't exist in World of Warcraft. True. Well, it's, it's a problem that happens mm-hmm. when the developer includes it. I'm sure they'd like to do the same thing. But then they get accused of breaking their own game. Yeah. That, you know, oh, you, I'm playing this game for 40 hours a week and really investing in the community and building up the experience for not only myself but everyone else around me as well. And then here's some jackass who just shows up and pays an extra 10 bucks a month yeah. or an extra 40 bucks a month and he gets a you know level 80 character. What's the cap now mm-hmm. on World of Warcraft? Level 80? 85. I, you know I never hit the cap ever on World of Warcraft. I do have like a level 65 warlock, I think. I'm sure it exists. They'll let me reactivate it. But uh, yeah. I think, you, I think you got that in Wrath of the Lich King, which raised the cap to 80. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I finally broke 60 and I felt good. Like I think there's like certain things as a gamer 
that you should do. Like, you should have done these things. Like, mm-hmm. you should have finished Super Mario, you know, having, like, a level 60 character in World of Warcraft. There's just certain things that kind of define gamers, you, you know? know? I remember meeting you for the first time in World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like, we kept having, like, we never were logged on at the same time, and finally we were on at the same time, and I think at the time I was, like, level 60. You know, it was back yeah. in Vanilla WoW, and you were, like, level 40 or something. <laughs> I was in rags. And you were, like, in the Eastern Plague Land, so, like, what are you doing out there? And I fucking rode out there on my mount, and you were surrounded by three giant bats. <laughs> you, were, you were a warlock meleeing these three giant bats. I was like, what the fuck are you doing out here? <laughs> to pull them off of you and save you? I, I love the exploring. It's my favorite yeah. thing is to unlock parts of maps, and so I'd always go to areas where I should not be, and would, like, skirt around my monsters and like <laughs> unlock parts of the map and then they put in achievements for exploration I was like oh now I'm completely fucked yeah, yeah. well I mean there's something to be said though is if you don't do those things then you don't have the same kind of shared experience to have conversations about it afterwards yeah. if you buy your way in you don't have anything to talk about with your friends you just ah it's like that guy that shows up with a Corvette and he's like you know 18 you know he didn't earn any of the money <laughs> but yeah that's great good for you how mommy and daddy doing? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, a little upset there. Yeah, well, the, uh, it's the, the Corvette, I guarantee, still drives the same as the other Corvettes. Uh, I'm sure it does, yeah. Well, I would, I'd tell you what I'd like to do that with. I'd like to do it with kids' games, mm-hmm. too, because I, I, I had, there was a moment in my house that was a real test of mm-hmm. parenthood where my kids loved Castle Crashers, mm-hmm. and I had a level 90, 99 Blue Knight. Ooh. And uh, when one of my kids was, like, five, Teddy, he wanted to play Castle Crashers. In his course, his character was lousy. My character was 99. He'd have a lot more fun with it. I let him play it. He deleted it. <laughs> he deleted my character. And it was like, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. It's just like, he just like, you know, he just hit the button and it said yes or no. And he says yes, because uh, he's not going to make time to read that stuff. He didn't care. And then the character's gone. And he was just, uh, he's so upset. He was so upset. He was crying. Oh, he was actually oh. upset? Yeah, oh, yeah. He was definitely upset. And it's because he, <laughs> he was more upset because he wanted to play with the character. Oh. <laughs> and it was gone forever. And, uh, yeah, and so it was like, yeah. And I was like, he's like, boo hoo And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, my fucking character's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so if I could have paid to unlock that character, that would have been great. Mm. There was one of the Lego games. Uh, it's like that, too. To complete the level Lego games 100%, you basically just have to go through the game like four uh-huh. times. But in one of the Lego games, it was one of the new trilogy, episodes one through three, you could pay uh, to unlock all of the other trilogy's characters, uh-huh. which gave you like, if you never played them, like you need some characters that have dark force right. and some characters that have like droids and things like that, open doors. And it takes you a long time to unlock all those. Mm-hmm. And then just by buying the new character set, you've got all those things. So it was really cool. I might have that backwards. You might you in the original trilogy, which came later. I think you can buy the, uh-huh. the, the the original the one through three trilogy. Anyway, it's hard to keep that all straight. It's so weird thinking back on playing games when I was a kid and you know Super Super Mario World uh, and playing through it like a thousand times because mm-hmm. uh, you know I had three games and that was it and I played the same thing over and over and over again. But that was perfectly entertaining. Nowadays I can't I can hardly play a game twice. Yeah. I, I even have struggles like I have maybe two more achievements I need to get, but I have to go through the story again. Nah. Yeah. Can't do it. It's better just to wait. Like, I'm, I'm finishing this Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. game. You guys saw me playing it. Last week I talked about it in the patch because it set my gamer score at 6. Uh-huh. And then after I said that, you said you've, you've been plagued that by the That messed fact. with me because I looked, I looked at mine and I was like, mine's at 8. What, what did that to me? It's fucking Halo Reach. It makes no sense. The Noble Mac Pack had something that was 3 gold, something that was 42. Wow. I need to go get the one that's the, it's one of the flag game types where you have to collect all the flags on one map. I don't remember what my gamer score is, but for a long time it ended in 7 because there was that Marathon 2. Uh-huh. Achievement on the I, Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, speaking of which, uh, speaking of Marathon, Destiny had no presence at PAX. No. They were at Gamescom, 
and they were at the GameStop convention, mm-hmm. uh, which was midweek. So <laughs> people, there were people at PAX who were showcasing on the floor who had come from Germany to Las Vegas uh-huh. to Seattle in the course of a seven-day week. They were in three different cities in one week. Wow. Yeah, that is a busy schedule. Working, showing yeah. games. Yeah, sometimes demoing like 45 times a day. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's big about uh, demos is um, like those theater demos. It seems like Ubisoft, that's their go-to. Yeah. Always for Assassin's Creed, they have a theater experience, mm-hmm. and you go in in groups of like 30 people sit down, and they do a whole presentation yeah, to had, show you the game. I think this year at PAX, they had Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed 4, both like that. And they showed 14 minutes of uh, Watch Dogs. Yeah. Uh, just recently, did you did you watch oh, it? Oh, right. No, I haven't seen that. That just came out today, right? It literally just yeah. came out like an hour or two before the I, patch. I have not watched it yet. I gotta admit, for a, a franchise that apparently is highly anticipated the way this one is, I almost have no visibility on Watch Dogs. I gotta take. It's a, been I'm, a lot quieter. I'm I gotta in, take a look at it. I'm intentionally trying to stay dark on it. Mm-hmm. Are you? I've, I've been trying to avoid as much of it as I can. Like people, when people raved about the first E3 when it came out, I didn't go back and watch any of the presentations. I waited until this E3, and then I watched mm-hmm. the E3 presentation they gave there, and then I haven't seen anything again since then. That's like, what I'm doing right now with the GTA V multiplayer, because I know we're going to do a bunch of Let's Plays in it, and I don't want to spoil stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to get into it. And then part of the f- stuff that makes a lot of what we do over there fun is getting into things and finding out about them yeah. and just discovering them as we play. So I'm afraid to watch that stuff, even though I really want to see it. There, I know. there are so many GTA V TV commercials right now. I don't know yeah, if you noticed are. it. Yeah, they're but playing like, constantly. When I DVR stuff and I'm fast-forwarding, it's like, <laughs> holy shit, like GTA V, mm-hmm. another commercial, GTA V, GTA V. Like, wow, they are nonstop with it right now. I will say I am kind of shocked, though, that there's not going to be, or at least as far as I'm aware, that not on the books yet, a PC release for GTA V. Well, Strictly because the mod community for they're, 4 has been huge. They're not going to announce it until after they ship this initial one. Probably not. They did the same thing with 4. I agree with Gus. Yeah, probably, so. It probably It'll will be later. one, and they're just not talking about it Yeah, yet. they uh-huh. did the exact same thing with 4, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they waited until the game was out, and then, like, a month later, oh. like, oh, yeah, this, it's going to come to PC. Well, we've I been, would hope so. You know, we just recently launched uh, an experiment to do news during the mm-hmm. week, like, do little short news stories. And it's a, there's a lot of reasons for it. Um, one of them that I can talk about a little bit was I saw a tweet. Let me see if I can pull it up here, um, which was IGN tweeting, they said, uh, hey, we're going to have uh, coverage and gameplay of GTA, GTA 4, or GTA 5 all this week. And, um, you know, they're going to have it there. And I was thinking, how in the hell, you know, IGN has, not how in the hell do they have it, but I was wondering, how did the Achievement Hunter guys not have access to G- GTA 5 yet? I mean, I was reading comments, too, uh, when you guys were putting up your last Let's Play. What was the X one? The uh, Wanted X. Wanted X. Yeah. Um, you guys put that up. And some of the comments on it, one guy had this great comment, which was, I think I'm more excited for the Achievement Hunter guys to get GTA 5 than I am mm-hmm. for me to get GTA 5. Like, they were more excited about that. And so, it just got me thinking about, you know, and we talked about a lot internally of, you know, a lot of times with game developers, we don't get early looks at stuff because we're not a news organization. Yeah. We don't do news stuff. I mean, this is as close as we get, you know, in some segments on AWU as well. Um, and so, we've been doing more of that as a test, but and also, uh, it helps with the community too because... Uh, it gives everyone a, like a daily like talking point, like uh-huh. oh here's you know here's a topic, and then people talk about the topic as opposed to a lot of times when we put up a video, it's just like I like this person, I like this person, yeah, you know, we get a lot sure. of that, and now it's like they can actually discuss a topic, which I think is really important to community. You and I came up in those forum days, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. and I, and I hate how everyone hates YouTube commenters and just writes off everything about YouTube commenters about how they're the dregs. It's only because they don't have anything to talk about, really. Also, there's no structure. You can't find any valuable comments. And mobile's even That's worse. True. Yeah, it's like the comment system on YouTube is such that you can find the two top comments, and then everything else is just a and giant list. Now mm-hmm. that they've added the ability to kind of have stacked comments, you know, reply to reply mm-hmm. to reply, it's gotten a little better in that you could have su- like a pseudo-thread 
but still, yeah, it's so hard to track. Yeah. It's not like you would come back to that and go, oh, let me find that conversation that was going on. Like, nah. Yeah, once you see a it's comment, a good luck finding back. it. Good yeah, luck coming back to it an hour later and finding it. It is a little yeah. tough. Yeah, and you can't bookmark that or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and there's also, not everything we do is YouTube either. So, yeah. but I was going to say that um, one of the things we talked about, uh, one of the segments was about Titanfall, uh, and you were talking about the windowed release of uh, PS3 and or PS4, or wait, GTA 5 is PS3, I guess, PS3 yeah. and yeah. then PC. I would imagine that GTA 5 is going to end up on next-gen consoles as well. They're just oh. not going to say anything about it when they can sell all the original consoles or whatever, current generation, mm-hmm. and then do it later. Likewise, Titanfall, it is an exclusive Xbox, Xbox One, and PC title. I mean, it's just uh-huh. excluded from Sony at this point. Right. But then uh, the developer, uh, Respawn, they put out a video, and on one of the guy's desks who's working on Titanfall was a PS3 <laughs> controller sitting right there. Or they... People claimed it was a PS4 controller. And the uh-huh. way that Respawn uh, kind of diffused that rumor was by saying, oh, that was taken two years ago when PS4 controllers didn't even exist. It's like, well, was it a PS4 controller or was it a PS3 <laughs> controller? Because Titanfall, what, I think what we played it on was the Xbox 360. Uh, no, I don't think so. We played it on a, on a one? We either played it on a... We, it was connected to a PC. Yeah. So it was either a dev PC kit. or it was an Xbox One dev kit. What controller did you use A 360 play? controller. I used a 360 yeah. controller as well. So that's how I just assumed that it was... I was playing on a 360 and it was that experience. But... If Titanfall is going to PlayStation or they have plans to do it, they're not going to talk about that now, not while they're exclusive, you know? And I'm sure if they accidentally leaked that they were going to Sony, um, which everyone could see happening down the road, I'm sure, uh, Microsoft would ping them pretty hard if they yeah. did that. I'm sure. It's part of the exclusivity contract because uh-huh. they're not a first-party developer. Right. Uh, so I'm sure, I'm sure they can't say anything until mm-hmm. so many days post-launch. Ideally. Yeah, and Respawn, just to refresh everybody's memory, uh, EA is publishing... Uh, uh, Respawn's game Titanfall Respawn is the group that was Infinity Ward the two main guys mm-hmm. who then left Infinity Ward and Activision and went off and formed their own company mainly because mm-hmm. the bonus is not being fulfilled right? Right they said that the bookkeeping was faulty I think which is yeah. something you hear in entertainment a lot yeah, like television, s- film and video supposedly games supposedly to this day Star Wars has never made money yeah <laughs> the guys, really? the guys who get shares like uh-huh. uh, I think uh uh, David Prowse and uh, Peter, Mayhew, I think. Peter Mayhew, the guy who plays Chewbacca, uh-huh. have never gotten royalty money from anything because Star Wars has never been a profitable property. Ouch. Even that, other than that, you know, giant ranch that Lucas is living <laughs> on, and he's got like a space station around, right? I mean, <laughs> that's cost of sales. I wonder if they got any part of the four billion dollar sale to Disney. Oh, I didn't even think about case. that. Probably not. Yeah, because that's Lucasfilm, not Star Wars. Yeah, that was the. Yeah, the property the, holders, not the property itself. I'm going to read, read this thing and I want to talk about Titanfall. Let's talk about Titanfall. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to remind everyone that this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. I'm sure you've tried Hulu.com, but I want to tell you about Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you watch thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere. Stream it on your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Why stand in line or ride a train and just stare at your feet when you could be watching your favorite shows on Hulu Plus? Hulu Plus is a great way to binge watch your favorite shows. It's got tons of episodes from great comedies like SNL, Community, Modern Family, South Park, did I say Modern Family? Modern Family, South Park, Red vs. Blue, and thousands of other shows. Hulu Plus is only $7.99 a month. That's $7.99 for all the shows and movies you can watch. You catch up on current shows, binge on an old favorite, or catch a great movie. You can do it all on Hulu Plus. And right now you can try it for two weeks for free when you go to HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth. Uh, make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth for your extended free trial, and they know that we sent you. Big thanks to Hulu Plus. For sponsoring the patch. Hulu's been great. They have been a consistent sponsor of both the patch and the Rushi podcast. It's Cannot a, thank them enough. It's a product I've been using personally since I think they, they launched. I want to stop and watch this now. There is a 
clip on the front page of Hulu that is Jon Stewart wearing a Nazi flag around his neck. Oh yeah, it's from last night's Daily I, Show. How's he doing since he came back from? The- and that was a really brief episode, just because. Well, it felt brief because they did that whole intro thing of just Jon's back, blah 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 blah. So uh, there was very little actual news. Mm. And then yeah, he had his first story back was the whole Syria thing. So. Kind of a downer. That is kind of a downer. That's a big downer that's going on right now. Probably not the best topic for the patch, nah. but... Let's talk about games. Maybe for the RT podcast. Games. So, games. I, games. Um, the, uh, so, Titanfall. 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 So, I guess we lucked out. You know, the mm-hmm. lines, even before the show opened on Friday, uh-huh. show opened at 9. I walked around at, like, 8.30. There was already a line to play Titanfall. Titanfall uh, was, I asked the guy who was at the end of the line, the enforcer, he said, he said at this stanchion, this little post... That's a two and a half hour line, and he was standing between them. He goes, and at this station, it's a three hour line. So if you see it reaching either of those two points, that's how long it is. <laughs> yeah, and it was there the entire weekend. And at this station, it's give up and go home. Yeah, they they had to they consistently mm-hmm. capped the line and cut it off. That's good. In fact, that's in, a good thing. To there do. was a news video that you did. You're standing right where the line ends and off to your right, and we couldn't film Titanfall. They wouldn't let us. Right. That was one of the big restrictions of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I know there's a lot of that's hype around the game. Uh, so, you know, we lucked out. We got to see it after the floor closed because we were exhibitors. We walked over and they let us play. And uh, it controlled really well. It was, I don't know, there's something about, like, when you hear that line, the prepare for Titanfall, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get in a mech. It sounded like it was a really cool system of how you get that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ray and Gavin have been talking about it a bit. I, that's not NDA, is it? No, like, I mean, it was, okay. it was there. Anyone talk about it. So it's on a timer. Yeah. Uh, I think well, it's like is a, a timer? A th- yeah. It's a three-minute timer, I want to say. But it's kill influence. So if right. you get more kills, you shorten your timer. It's score influence, like assists and uh-huh. everything else. Yeah. That when you're a soldier, it's, it has things like pilot your Titan uh-huh. is ready in three minutes is where it starts. Yeah. And then the more you do, it like drives uh-huh. that down. And then once you have the Titan, do you feel particularly the, powerful? The or? first time I got in a Titan, uh-huh. I thought, yes, I'm going to wreck shop. Someone immediately jumped on my back and started like bashing me <laughs> and killed me. I was like, fuck. Yep. I so you still have to be very careful with it. Right. So it's like, uh-huh. as a soldier, you still definitely have uh-huh. power. Uh, in fact, every soldier has an anti-Titan weapon. Uh-huh. So when you see one, you just like hit left on the D-pad. Well, it was 360 uh-huh. control. Hit left on the D-pad and you like pull out like this weapon that's specifically for shooting that Titan. Uh-huh. It's like a bigger caliber Big rounds, but very small clip. So you but it'll, well, I mean, how many of those would it take to take out a Titan? You definitely could not solo one. It's, it's more like, it's, you can, I like that, where it's like it takes several people working together. Yeah, to get if you have several soldiers working together, uh-huh. or if you're auxiliary helping a Titan, you uh-huh. can do it. And uh, you know in Halo, do you play much Halo? Yes. Okay, so you know in Halo when you knock somebody's shields down, they get that kind of yeah. glowy sparkle mm-hmm. about them? And you, I learned to identify that as like, kill that guy? Yeah. Um, in Titanfall, it's even more obvious. There's a black... And yellow, like stripe, you know that warning stripe, yeah, yeah. meter, yeah, caution meter over their head, and like that, oh. their shields on. Then you're, and then the person in the Titan has the opportunity at that point to hit eject as uh-huh. well. And I guess if you eject, it, your Titan goes, but then you continue to fight as. Does a the Titan like detonate? I mean, can yeah. you use yeah, yeah. that offensively too? It's a lot of detonations That's in that cool. game. It's a lot of explosions. I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. All the double jumping and the free running was really uh-huh. cool too. That all the trailers for that look really, so, really interesting. So you fight, right? It's two teams. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was on the team that won, no, with big thanks to me. Uh, and I so, think Ray had 68 kills in the match. That does not shock me at all. So you, if you win, you then have to, the losing team evacs. Uh-huh. They have to get to a, a dropship, so they have to get to the evac point. Uh-huh. So then the winning team uh, has to kill all of the remaining survivors and prevent them from evacuating. <laughs> so once gonna, the round's over... I'm going to play the Titanfall trailer while you're talking. This is on Hulu Plus. You can just run the video from this if you want to, guys. So then one of the... So then your objective... So even though the game's over, you then have this like mini game at the end where the oh, losers cool. have to escape and the winners have to hunt them down 
uh-huh. and, and kill them all. So you like you're trying to hunt down the last guys. They're trying to get to this point. You're trying to get there to ambush them. Oh, this is a level we played too. Oh, it is. Yeah, this is exactly like the gameplay that we played. So this brings up an interesting question too, because this trailer in particular. It looks almost like there's a single-player narrative that's woven into the multiplayer. Yeah, I, I, completely, I completely forgot about this at the beginning of the game. Yeah. I, I forgot that we, we saw this. They're dropping a guy, and he's like a prisoner, and they're throwing him down in there. But that is a titan right there. They just threw a prisoner in a sewer? I, yeah, apparently. Yeah, Listen, man, war's hell. What, are you <laughs> what were the bots? I just saw, what are the flying condition? bots that are floating around the city scanning stuff? I don't know. Is Maybe that that's what provides stuff? your radar? It could be. There's also AI characters coming in all the time too. In That's how Ray also got like 68 kills. Yeah. Can Ray like, just, just be the Titan? Like, can we just keep him out of the game and in three minutes you call him in? You drop, you drop a Ray in? <laughs> That'd be awesome. But yeah, like at first I didn't realize it. Like I was up in a in a second story of a building, like no. shooting down. I was like, man, these guys suck. But oh wait, they're all AI. <laughs> yeah, I got a triple kill. I don't think I've ever got a triple kill in any Call of Duty game ever. Uh, but I, I like that. My first reaction was, these guys suck, and I'm really good at this game. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's nothing like feeling when you first start playing a game and the playing field's kind of level mm-hmm. and you actually can feel like a great gamer, but then I, if you play like three months after the game's been out, the only people left playing any game are the people who are incredibly good at it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm watching someone who knows how to play this game in this clip and they're a lot better than I was or have a better awareness of what was going on. Like that's oh, yeah, a pilot absolutely. who just ejected <laughs> and he went on the roof and got him. But it did feel like you could, you know, at least affect a Titan when you were a pilot. Uh-huh. Uh, and here comes a Titanfall right here. Which so. I thought was going to be a big deal. I thought that it would be so unbalanced that you'd never want to be outside of a Titan. But they, yeah. I think they did a good job of, uh, of balancing that. It, it was fun like to melee with it. There's a guy yeah. on top, just like Gus was yeah, talking I, about. Yeah, I kept walking in front of other Titans and, like, spinning around so they would try to shoot the guy, but no one ever noticed. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a lot like, I mean, dealing with the Mantis, sort of, in Halo 4 is that it's super powerful, but you know, wrong situation, you go down pretty quick. Yeah. I think the best mech implementation I'd ever seen uh, before was in mm. Battlefield 2142. Yeah, that was a great game. Whenever I came I across like a game. mech, I was like, uh-huh. oh shit, I gotta hide in the alley. Uh-huh. And I really felt like they were looking for me, you know, and yeah. I, I thought that was a great mech implementation. Those were way tougher than these things are. Were I they? mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, you definitely want to be in a mech versus not being in one. But uh, it's not it's not the end of the world. Um, Even that game, I still remember, there are certain ways, there's always an Achilles heel to any of those things where you could get them down. I mean, you could run a satchel-laden car into them yep. or uh, artillery strike. That's where the commanders came in. Really yeah, I mean, I, I used to love when we played 1942. Uh-huh. Sneak around the back of a tank with a bazooka and just like one hit in the back <laughs> and take them out. Mm-hmm. Gus and I used to play games like that all the time. We, uh-huh. loved we used to play World War II online all the fucking time. Does that game still exist? I don't World think War so. Two online? I, I'm sure there's yeah. probably a small community out there still playing it. But, but uh, I, you know, I know you can look at the news clip that we did on Titanfall because we shot it that day as well. Uh, and you can get Ray and Gavin's opinion of the game as well. I probably have the most muted opinion of the game. Uh, to me, I was never much of a Call of Duty fan. It felt very much like Call of Duty to me. Hmm. Uh, it was one game and it was one match. And, I, you know, you spend half of it just trying to figure out what the yeah. hell you're doing. And even know, like, there's a purpose to what direction you're running and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I'll look forward to playing it some more. Uh, I don't know how much uh, I'll play it. I think the main thing was, though, and this is probably not fair of me either, is that I was expecting, like, this next-gen experience, and it really did feel like a really Uh good current-gen game. Mm -hmm. Like, a really good polished game, but that's the window we're going to be in for, like, the next two years. Well, you know, great games. Yeah, There's something to be said, though, for the fact that, and this, lately I've had this experience a lot with 360. There's some really pretty games. Uh, Blacklist is very pretty. But there are times when that game chugs. I mean, Mm -hmm. you'll play along, and your frame rate just goes to shit on the 360. 
So for stuff like that, I'm really ready for more robust hardware. So you don't run into that issue as much. Even if it looks about the same, but just runs smoother, that's still a better experience. Yeah, on it next felt gen. like Titanfall felt really smooth. Though I didn't feel yeah. like there was any stutter nope. or any delay, and no. everything was like super crisp, like 60 frames a second the whole time. It definitely had that Call of Duty uh-huh. level of polish, which is uh-huh. this is the studio's first game, and it just everything felt like rock solid. It's just not the type of game that I typically play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people when I did a game time recently with Gavin, we played Halo Four, and I think one of the top comments was, "How the hell is Bernie's level so low?" It's like <laughs> I just FPS multiplayer is just I'm not. I just mm-hmm. don't play that as much as I used to. I used to play a lot more, uh, but I, I feel like I've played FPS multiplayer. That's why I love games like Griffball and Ricochet, because uh-huh. they're so different than anything else. And the- Titanfall should fall in that category because it's got the mech mechanic. Uh-huh. Uh, the mechanic? Yeah, but uh-huh. it, it, does feel like, it does feel like a game type less than it does a brand new type of game. Okay. Uh-huh. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Uh-huh. Tell you, someone, I'll still buy it. Someone came by our booth, and I think they were lying to me about playing in t- Titanfall with us. Because there were a bunch of us, so we played on both teams. And some guy came by the next day and was like, oh, I played Titanfall with you guys. Yeah? And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. I was like, which team were you on? He's like, I was on you guys' team. I was, I was the like, one in the mech I was with like, the gun? Yeah, we were, we were on both teams, though. Which, which one were you on? He's like, he's like, I was on the team with you guys. Like, yeah, but which, did you win or did you lose? He goes, oh, man, I don't remember. I was wow. like, it was literally just last night, dude. How can you not? This is like, you're playing Titanfall. It's a game that's not out. You should be super excited, and you don't remember. I was super out of that. high. I will say this, that one of the AI bots name was Esther. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> she killed me. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like Esther and Emily. Yeah, there was a lot of interesting names. There's been a lot of interesting uh, development with uh, female characters in general. Like, there was a big deal about uh, Call of Duty, including female character mm-hmm. models for yeah. the new game for Ghosts. Or is it Ghosts or the Ghosts. one after that? Yeah. And... Um, then uh, today, I think, or the day before, uh, UFC just announced they're going to be including female fighters in the next version of the game. Yeah. Hmm. So going back to the ghost thing for a second. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, the, so it's all related. All right. So someone, I, I read an, uh, a kind of a funny point that someone made that you know they've been making Call of Duty games for a while now, and they finally put women in the same game you could finally play as a dog also. Like literally, they are on the same playing field in the developer's mind. Like, oh, we're adding dogs. Just add women too. You know, it's like, how, how much harder is it? How much more work is it to add a woman to the game? I like well, even like uh, in Halo, they added female voices. Yeah. So the Spartans were the same character model, but you could Almost have a female, identical. a female voice, like a, for all the screams. You and know, yells. and you gotta wonder though, with the kind of people that are really the diehard advocates of this game, how many of them would be immediately switch to a character that's female because they think it will have a smaller silhouette, smaller you know, like a smaller box. profile? Yep. Yeah. And, and if, or will complain about that possibility in the game. I don't care what anybody says. Halo 2, an elite model, was harder to headshot from behind. That's I true. guarantee it was. Yeah. Man, I, I, I think everyone said, though, that it had a bigger hitbox in the front, though. Yeah. Okay. I, one of the things that always has driven me nuts about Halo is a line of grunts running at you. Mm-hmm. Bang, 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 bang. Shoot them all in the head. They turn around and run the other direction. You can't fucking kill them. <laughs> you're just like, because they have that big like mm-hmm. methane tank behind them, and you're just like, enemies are... In my opinion, enemies should be easier to kill from behind. That's just like, <laughs> if, you, if you're going to be the kind of dickhead who shoots people in the back, you should be rewarded. Dickhead. <laughs> you should be rewarded for that. If you, if you can shoot someone in the back. So, uh, yeah, and then the other thing you mentioned was that um, UFC, I guess, has female fighters. Yeah. In, I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't follow UFC, but I assume women don't fight men in real UFC. You are correct. No. And so, they don't allow them to fight one another in the game. It'll probably be the same way in the game. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a rule they said. Male fighters will not be able to fight the female fighters. And I was making the comment, well, at first... Why not? You know, every fighting game, Chun-Li can fight Ryu. That's not a big deal. All the dead or alive characters can fight the male characters. Bass can fight his daughter, <laughs> Tina. What are their names in the Japanese version of the game? 
know. Is it Hulk? Is it is his name Hogan? I don't know. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that like Japanese will just kind of lift American characters. Like in Street Fighter, the main boss is M. Bison. But that character's name in the real version of the game is Balrog, right? Right, because yeah. Bison and Balrog in the American version, their names are swip, switched Switch. in the Japanese version. Because if you think about it, M. Bison is a play on Mike Tyson, which is what the boxer character is called mm-hmm. in Japan. But in the U.S. version huh. of the game, they had to switch it because I'm assuming they would, thought they would get sued by Mike Tyson. Right. I'm assuming that's what they did. <laughs> did. you see there was a video, I think, two weeks ago. Uh, I guess Mike Tyson was in a green room preparing for an interview uh, on a Fox Sports uh, channel. Yeah. Mm. And they, he had never played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. So someone busted out an NES and uh, gave him the NES controller. Uh-huh. He, they, they filmed him playing Punch-Out for the first time ever. So did he actually just start punching the screen? or? <laughs> no, he really got into it. You know, when you buy that game now in the current generation, it's not Mike Tyson anymore. No? Yeah, Who that is game, it now? That game is available on uh, DS download. Let me see. Punch-Out. I'll look it up. Is Nintendo. it still licensed? I mean, does he get any kind of likeness rights for that? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think it's him. Probably not at the time. I want to see something like Mr. Wonderful's Punch Out or something. Did they, like did that. they replace him with yeah. a Vander Holyfield? Punch Out or? featuring Mr. Dream. Oh, see, there he is. Mr. Dream. There he is playing it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's yeah, having a good time. Uh, yeah. Is this also the same interview where he admitted he's like falling off the wagon? Or? He admitted he had a very. Uh, Allegedly? That, yeah, that uh, press conference that he did, he admitted that he had been lying about being sober. It is a tough minute and 40 of video to watch. It Ooh. really is. It is. That guy is, um, that guy's like, I mean, he's just got problems, you know? Mm-hmm. He's grown up fighting his whole life, and he, like, he talks about that in front of a room full of people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, at the end of it, he just says he's been lying about being sober. He's, wow. It's like been, he's now been sober for six days, and it's like, to see Mike Tyson kind of bawling a little bit is a tough thing to see. I mean, I grew up watching Mike Tyson beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, as a kid, I remember watching, like, I thought that's what all boxing matches were like. No, 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah, is that one guy comes out and knocks the other guy out in the first round or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I watched another boxing match for the first time ever, I was like, holy shit, Man, this, this is nothing like time. watching Tyson. What's wrong with these guys? Yeah, so I wonder why Punch-Out, I don't know the reason, but Punch-Out is called Mr. Dream. Maybe it now. expired, like the yeah, term of the so. license or something like that. Probably so. Or maybe they tried to divorce themselves from him. That's also a possibility. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, originally released in North America as Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, then shortened simply to Punch-Out after Nintendo's license to use the famous boxer's likeness in the game expired. Hell yeah, who's calling <laughs> it over here? That is from Nintendolife.com. I've never been to that site before, but it seems legit. So I heard someone was telling me right before we came on to do the patch that, um, you know, the Oculus Rift was at PAX. <laughs> someone was telling me that on the giant bomb cast, they said that people who were using the Oculus Rift at PAX reporting all getting pink eye. <laughs> so how does that work? Does it? Well, you see, alcohol swab technology just hasn't caught up to eye technology, <laughs> so they had to... That'd be a good user experience. Like, they sit you down in the chair, and they say, okay, here, we're going to use the alcohol, and they just wipe you with an alcohol well, swab across your eyes. If eye. you scream, it's I mean, like, no, nope, you got something in there. You got they some do kind that of in the dentist, right? Like, in every or the optometrist, whenever you go put your face in the thing, they swab it all down with alcohol. Yeah, yeah and they, they will now, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, the, the, on the upside, though, those people got to experience the. Did, were they demoing the new Oculus Rift, the 1080 version? I don't know. Because that's the the latest from them is that uh, it was all 720 previously, and now it's 1080. There, there were a couple of different stations with it, like mm-hmm. Oculus VR was there, mm-hmm. uh, like doing first party stuff. So I assume they had it, but there were uh-huh. also other booths showcasing stuff they were working on. Uh-huh. So they may have had the older one. I gotta tell you that the way that they did the booth for Oculus Rift that I saw on the fourth floor of PAX was they had these white pylons mm-hmm. basically 
with four chairs around him. Uh-huh. And they would sit someone in it and they'd lean back against the pole. So it's like four people. And they'd all put on the thing and then they were all like sitting here doing that. And I watched varying uh-huh. levels of the demo where they were like putting the thing on them, talking about what's going to happen. Then when they had the thing on, there's someone that they're talking to them through the experience. Uh-huh. But all the people in the pods, four people per pod with these things on their heads like this, it was like it looked like the Matrix is what it looks like. It's like this is the first step of the well, Matrix. That scene from Minority Report where they're all doing the dreaming. Or? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely different. What's to see funny that. is, so I walked up and I saw that booth you're talking about, and I stood there and I looked at them and I thought, oh, okay. I really should try it. You should. I was like, it's right here. I should try it. It's and worth then, the pink eye. And guy. then I saw the people doing that, like the whole Stevie Wonder thing. And then I hear about the pink eye thing now. No, I'm glad I didn't. Oh, my God. I'm totally glad. Have you done any VR ever? You make me want to record the booth and, like, play Stevie Wonder over it. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like some kind of battler. <laughs> Man, I would love to see that. Do you guys remember the old pterodactyl VR thing? That sounds really fucking familiar. Oh, that was like one of the early, early VR where they put the headset and you'd stand in one of those rings and then you could turn around. Yes! Yeah. And it was all, you know, really like vector graphic. Yeah, yeah. But that was like one of the early, early VR. The other thing that I was thinking about earlier, you know, now that we have Oculus Rift, and Sony's now said that they may be getting in on the, the VR headset game. Oh, VR they? Oh, Jesus. Where's the fuck? Did Barbara show up? Hey, uh, try the VL. I'll be here all week. <laughs> but, uh, so Sony's doing a, a VR headset? Yeah, and it looks like a really hideous visor, at least from the things. Eurogamer has released that they were talking about doing it, and I think from the article that was like the end of the details. I'm actually, other than it's 720 again. I'm a little surprised it wasn't a bigger part of this next-gen announcement. Yeah. When did they announce that? Sony isn't announcing anything they don't have to right now. It's smartly. Yeah, That's an it's worked out move. really well for us. Oh, so we, we haven't said the Xbox One has a release date yeah, now. Yeah, we haven't it, even said that It yet. comes out after the PS4. Right. 20 seconds. Well, he's just about to talk about that. So it's seven days after the PS4 comes out, then we have the Xbox One releasing. I really thought they were going to yeah. go earlier. I thought so, too. I thought they would push it. Maybe part of this CPU upgrade they, they just did, push their delivery date back a little bit. I, you know what? I, I really almost hate to say it, uh, but the way the Xbox One could have like dug themselves out of a little bit of the hole they've gotten mm-hmm. themselves into is what would happen if PAX, it came up and they said, hey, we're here to announce... Uh, mm-hmm. the Xbox One release date. It's today. Yeah, it's for sale out back. Right? I mean, everybody... That would have huge. Everybody would have forgotten... If they forgotten. said, I'm sorry? Oh, I was getting talked to. Well, if they said, it's available today. Oh, Like, right, that's yeah. our release date. Well, well no, there's, there's bad precedent for that, though. Uh, what was it? The Sega Saturn was afraid of the PlayStation coming out later that year. Yeah. And I think they did the same thing at E3, where their release was supposed to be after the PlayStation in the mm-hmm. fall, and they said, oh, oh, it's available today. And then you couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. I was going to say, if they actually backed it up properly with manufacturing, got it to all the retailers, right? no one would keep that secret. There's no way. Yeah. There would be 20 posts on Reddit of a guy at Best Buy going, look what's here. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then the you're going to see the videos of the guys Sorry, like buying it and then fucking smashing it in the parking lot in yeah. front of everyone. Oh, we're gonna go Are through, we over that? We're, no, we're going to have to go through that again. I forgot about that. I we're fucking gonna, hate that. We're going to have to see those videos. There are funny versions of those videos, though. Have you ever seen the guy who's carrying the two big IMAX? Like the full 27-inch IMAX with these massive boxes, and he's got them filled with broken glass. And like he'll be walking like NYC with them, and he'll just go oops and trip and drop them down a set of stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, oh, oh damn. But yeah, the people who go and they buy stuff and smash it in front of the line of people waiting to buy it. I just I, I wonder if I could make a video of picking up all the pieces of that and reassembling it and seeing if I could make it work again. That'd be interesting. So give it a shot. The Sega Saturn thing was in '95. I had to look it up to make sure I was right. The Sega Saturn was originally supposed to come out uh, September, September 2nd. And uh, the PlayStation announced it was coming out September 9th at a cheaper price than the Saturn. Mm-hmm. So at E3 in 95, the first E3, by the way, Sega said, oh, 
It's on the, or the Saturn's on the store shelves today. <laughs> and that was what? what so that was in May. So they, they, they jumped up the release date four months. Wow. And boy, beat Sony. did they show the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, and, and now Sega is not in the hardware business anymore. They're yeah. barely in the business at all. Yeah. And they, had, they, they were firmly number two at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nintendo was arguably, I mean, on number one. Nobody could compete with them. And then I don't know why, I wouldn't have thought that they would have had the uh, presence of mind to see Sony as such a threat with the PlayStation. I mean, it's it's easy to see it in hindsight, right? But when well, the PlayStation came out, well, was it was seen as a major competitor. It was initially a partnership, and Nintendo passed uh-huh. on it. Uh-huh. The PlayStation was supposed to be an accessory for the, the SNES, CD drive, the CD-ROM yeah. drive. Really? And uh, they uh, they parted ways. Sony, uh, Nintendo decided they didn't want the peripheral after all, but Sony retained the rights to it. Mm-hmm. So then they tweaked it and continued to modify it, and just made their own console. If Nintendo had seen the threat, they would have retained ownership over the peripheral. Mm-hmm. And then that would have squashed it to begin with. Hey, Ashley, I'm going to embarrass myself. Uh, what's the name of the VP at Sony that we follow on Twitter now? Shohei Yoshida. Okay. That guy, if you want it, you say Sony's not saying anything, just follow that guy on Twitter. Uh-huh. All the information about what's going on with the uh-huh. Sony PS4 that is coming from that guy. People wow. ask him questions, and he answers directly. Like, um, he was the guy where... Um, Microsoft said that they were going to allow up to eight controllers to sync to the right. Xbox One. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what in the world that would be. I've got, I can spe- imagine I've got speculation. You're holding like you a controller and a controller yeah. like this. So people, you see this, and, and I'm a little annoyed by this, actually. Uh-huh. So you see this on, on websites all the time where people bitch. They're like, I would like to see this. And you have one console connected to two TVs. Right. Or, or one console with two different, dis- like a 3D though. display that's split. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what? Well, they're doing that. And then people say connecting eight controllers to a console is a joke. It's like, these are the things you fucking ask for all the time. Yeah, but, well, the, you know, the PS3 allows seven controllers to be connected. It does? Yeah. Has anyone ever gen- used that, though? No, that's the thing. No uh-huh. one's ever used it. And then, so this guy, somebody asked him, hey, Microsoft just said they're doing eight controllers. Mm-hmm. Are you guys doing eight controllers? He's like, nope, I'm doing four. And he, like, he says it directly. He answers the questions that people ask him. And then Microsoft said, um, uh, actually did a news piece on this today. Microsoft said that at launch, out of the box, the Xbox One will not allow external storage. Oh, right. really? For yeah. installing games. And someone goes to this guy, Yoshida, and said, uh, are you guys going to allow external storage? He goes, nope. Like, he's like, <laughs> direct answers, no, we're not doing that, you know? Yeah. And he'll, he'll answer stuff very, very directly. Sounds like he's very succinct about it, though. It's like, no details, just nope. nope. Yep. Well, but at least nope. you get an answer. That's true. An answer's better than, very direct. than nothing. I'm going to read this other but thing. But that's totally, oh. we're total ping-pong mode, mm-hmm. mode now. Yeah. Where it's, and I'll talk about, like, something Microsoft did that, Anyway, go ahead. We're okay. Shows are not learning from stuff. Re- remember that. Yeah. Uh, remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is ahead of the game when it comes to online ordering, whether it's from your computer, tablet, smartphone, or Xbox 360. Getting your favorites has never been easier or more fun. The Xbox 360 app uses Connect so you can create the pizza you love using hand motions. Ooh. It's a pizza. Your controller or by voice command. And now for a limited time, Pizza Hut is upping your game by giving you a free Microsoft points every time you order through Pizza Hut Xbox 360 app. Score up to 4,000 points every time. Now that's how you make it great. So apparently, every time you order using the Pizza Hut app on the Xbox 360, you receive an email containing a code for Microsoft points. Oh, that's cool. So, but is, there's no Microsoft points anymore. Oh, I assume it's for... Uh, <laughs> now, now you get money in your, money. in your account? I guess. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah, it's like I guess, a cashback card. Oh, it was, uh, at the time, I'm going to get an updated copy. It was 100, 160, 480, 1,600, or 4,000 points, depending on how lucky you are. Holy cow. Oh, that's so it's cool. like a... So I guess you okay. get a code, and then you redeem the code on the dashboard, and then you find out For how much you amounts. get. For varying amounts. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, yeah. so you could get, basically, what's 4,000 points? What is that, 50 that was, bucks? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So, and, but, uh, so you're guaranteed at least 100, 
up to four thousand. Give me some pizza. Which a hundred is less than a dollar, right? It's like eighty cents. Yeah, something like that. It's money. I'll take it. I'm yeah. Turn my nose up. Hey, no. I see yeah. eighty cents on the ground. I fucking pick it up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a snob. Well, there's there's a Canadian nickel on the floor of the achievement hunter. Oh, office. that's that's wanna... not real money. Canadian. <laughs> Let's be real. It actually has a beaver on the back. Wow. Um, so what were we gonna say? Okay, here's what I say. Uh, you do, uh, I'm gonna look up this quote so I can quote it correctly. This is to me. This was a moment that like clearly say. Okay, now look at the way Sony and Microsoft are communicating with their mm. customers. And last week on the patch. Uh, we talked about Sony had just revealed that if you order a game on the PSN on your smartphone, it goes out, it wakes up your console at home, and it downloads the game to your console. Before, nice. Yeah. I like that. Home. Mm-hmm. Great feature. Okay. What does that imply about your PS4 sitting at home? That it's always like in sleep mode? That it's always on and it's always connected to the internet. Yeah. But they don't say that. They just say, here's the feature. Here it is. And it's like everyone's excited about it. And no one, no one goes the other step to, to, to think about the information and bother to get upset about it. Whereas Microsoft... It's almost like they're thinking too much. They're marketing like engineers. Mm-hmm. They want to tell you the way the hardware works first and then tell you, once What's you're interested cool in that, how, what features you get for where they should mm-hmm. be leading with the features. And they can't stop doing it because even after that announcement came out and everyone said how neat this was for the PS4 that mm-hmm. it's going to do this, someone said to a Microsoft VP, and I'll see if I can get the actual Twitter, uh, I think it's Mark Witten said it. Um, essentially, he said, yes, the Xbox 360, if you download, um, if you buy a game on Xbox.com or you know, buy it online, it goes out and your, your console downloads it. We're not there. That's the beauty of low power mode. It's like, no, dude, you're still not learning. Don't tell us what low power <laughs> mode is. Don't even tell us that. So you said, you said Xbox 360. Do you mean Xbox One? Xbox One. Okay. <laughs> it's like they gotta they got to stick in the engineering stuff at the end. They, got, uh-huh. they just like, they, they can't help themselves. It's like... Don't do it. Don't tell us how the technology works. That's what that's what the beauty of consoles are for a lot of gamers. It's a black box, literally. Well, it's do, a closed system that do, it just works. You think, and if you want to take the time to figure out how it works and how you're gonna get upset about it, do it. But don't tell us stuff like low think power mode. That's almost like the Apple philosophy. Like when they release something new, <laughs> they like you, they announce a new iPhone. They tell you, look, this is what it does. It has this app. It has look this app. Look at the pretty they buttons. They don't say, it's got this much RAM. Uh, right. It's got this, you know, clock processor. And I think they're starting to have to do that, though, especially with storage and things like that, because they're, storage, they're yeah. getting Stor- more yeah. competition where they have to say, well, it'll also have, it'll be this fast in terms of CPU. Or it's and, eight times faster. That's yeah. the kind of stuff they yeah. say. You know what I mean? False metrics. Apple's yeah. always yeah. done that. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. well back in the PowerPC days, you know. 32 well, times faster than an Intel processor. They switched over to the RISC stuff, and they didn't have any good way to compare the two. It was like apples to oranges. So. Right. And, but they've kept with that. Yeah. And then it's like a comparative metric, so you don't... It's not like it's getting... It's fast. Getting you don't need techy. to know. Well, it's not getting too techy. It appeals... Like, the, the net's yeah. wider. Anyone can understand that. Like, oh, well, that's 30 times faster. Of course that's better. <laughs> you know, it's it's an easy way to... 30 times faster at opening spreadsheets. <laughs> you know, they don't ever qualify it with... For an accountant, that's great. It's 30 times slower at actually doing anything useful. Sorry. <laughs> so, but here it is, exactly. Here are the two messages. Once again, this is Shuhei Yoshida saying this. Responding to somebody on Twitter, when you buy a PS4 game on smartphone, it will wake up your PS3 to start PS4? downloading the game. PS4, sorry, goddammit. Uh, <laughs> PS4 goes back to sleep after that. That's what he said. Which, by the way, does not imply that it's always connected. The, the problem people were having with one was that it was required to check in every day. In order for your smartphone to wake up your PS4, yeah, it's it got to be, be it can be It can be connected and be in low power, but it doesn't require it to check in every day. If, it does if you want to yeah. use features like this. It doesn't have to check in to do that. Listen, it's, it's just it, a wake up land. If your PS4 is not connected yeah. to the internet, your smartphone can't wake it up. It's to connected download. to the internet. That's fine. It's plugged in. It's passive. That's exactly right. But it's not checking in. 
There's a difference there. I, well, that's the thing. Uh, you actually uh-huh. don't know that it does that. The that's PS4 true. I might don't. go out and check. It's entirely possible the PS4 has that built in. I think if they tried to release it at this point with that on board after seeing what happened to Microsoft, they would have their building burned. Well, that's oh, no, the, they that's, just wouldn't tout it. That's the long-term well, problem someone that Sony's going to have. immediately. And everyone's kind of waking up to that, too. Mm-hmm. The long-term problem that Sony's going to have is some of these mm-hmm. things are in their system, yeah. and they're just not saying it. And everyone is assuming Possible. these things that they're not in there, yeah. and Sony's just saying mum's the word, basically. Yeah. And so I think by staying silent, they're almost... Uh, almost confirming mm. it, but they're not. But and and it's fine. It's like you let mm. people enjoy it. Yeah. Just give it to them, and they mm. like it. They like the feature. It's great. Yeah. But Wake on Land stuff is pretty, pretty nominal at this point. I mean, that doesn't imply necessarily that it's that deep connected it, into it. But it does. Have it to could be, though. It does have to be plugged into the could. internet, and it does have to be on for that feature to work. For that feature to work, exactly yeah. right. For that feature to work. So yeah. they lead with the feature, and they don't tell you the technology. <laughs> they tell you. They don't tell you the technology. They tell you the they cool don't. feature. They don't. Tell and you, what's you can required. assume these things yeah. for yourself. Say. You don't say I don't want that. Restri- I don't want that restriction. I don't want that hardware. Yeah. You just say I don't want the feature, and yeah. you say that's not important to me, and I don't care. Yeah. That and, so but that's I, the difference. I, I guarantee you, everyone would want that feature. Not necessarily because some people don't even download things. Some people don't have a that's smartphone. Yeah, people, according people to people who smart, talk, and people, people don't have still, a smartphone are buying a fucking PS4. And that's if well, I mean, things that we've learned from this whole console wars is there's still a lot of people that want a physical media, so they're not going to buy the digital version. You're telling me a 13 year old in, in rural Kansas definitely has a smartphone? 13 year old, I think so. Really? I it's getting so. to the point where Dude, those... I have an 11-year-old. He does not have a smartphone. It's he's getting to the point where they're cheap enough soon. they could, though. It could. Yeah. It could, but he's I mean, not required to. No, 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 no. I mean, but you, when you're going to replace his phone, that is, that's pretty soon there's going to be an option where it's hard to find or, a non-smartphone. That's true. an iPod Touch mm-hmm. or an iPad you know, or something else that has the app. No, I'm going to mm-hmm. keep my kid real. I'm going to get him a flip. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that... You should get one of those analog, like, dial phones where he just has to, you know, go and plug it into a wall somewhere and the rotary type. Crank. I crank on the side of it. But listen, let me read these tweets directly. So Yoshida said from Sony said, when you buy a PS4 game on smartphone, you'll wake your PS4 up, start downloading the game. PS4 goes back to sleep after that. Mark Witten says in response, yes, exclamation point. Of course you can download your way. Pound Xbox One. Hashtag Xbox One. Always up to date. Always your console. The beauty of low power mode. It's like, stop. Yeah. Please just stop. Stop telling us so much information. Yeah. And this is, this is 29th of August that he mm-hmm. made that tweet. So it's like I don't think Microsoft's going to learn the lesson. No, I really don't. If they explain the what PS, what PlayStation did and Sony did was they explained the user experience. You you got a smartphone, you hit the button, it downloads it to your console. That's it. What Microsoft did is they explained the physical hardware, just like you're saying. They named and the, that they people named the don't understand that low power yeah. mode. Yo, she yeah. didn't say anything about low power mode. No. Now I take away from that tweet. My Xbox is always using power. Yeah. That's what I take away from that thing. Which it is. And Yoshida, I hear, my PS3 is asleep. <laughs> or my PS, PS4 is asleep. You, know? you can I wake mean, it up from anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, to me, uh, whether or not it's, I mean, people should be able to look mm-hmm. through the layers of marketing. But no matter how you look at it, to me, it's just, it's just better marketing. And that's know? where they failed earlier. Xbox did. I mean, they didn't explain the user experience. They didn't even ex- have a plan for it. Right. They came into that whole thing going, we've got, it's going to work. Don't worry. Like, your experience will be great. Trust us. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Did someone was someone fishing for that? Like, when did the announcement that the Xbox One was going to have to check in and have to be online? People were looking for that, right? And they went asking. I them. felt like initially they did not say that, right? In in any event, and I think it was like clarification. It was part of the DRM the dump when right. they explained how all the DRM was going. Yeah, because I work. think they had a they had to make a web page explaining mm-hmm. all of that afterwards, and it was on that yeah. page. I think it wasn't actually during the conference. But even yeah. then, they didn't explain their plan. Like they didn't have a plan yet for how you would share games. 
they were announcing all this stuff, but didn't have the plan yet. I think it was on that yet. same page. Well, they didn't have it yet. They still, they never no, did. Nobody knew what the plan they was. They dumped for it eventually. By the time they maybe huh. had the plan, they would completely removed that DRM. They told us how awesome it was going to be after it was yeah. no longer possible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that guy made a tremendous write-up, and I think I mentioned that last time I was on the patch. Was his write-up about how it was supposed to have worked was the best explanation of it that we'd ever seen. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was like, oh, that's a feature I want. Yeah. Yeah, maybe also once you don't have to deliver it, it's a lot easier to promise. Yeah. And he's like, and you can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever hear about the uh, StarCraft Ghost or the Halo MMO? Oh, I mean, wow. Those yeah. are going to be the greatest games ever. I played Ghost. <laughs> yeah, I played Ghost too. We played Ghost in E3 2001? <laughs> Something? No, no, it was later than that. Because I also played it at it was BlizzCon. An X- it was an Xbox game. Yeah, I, pl- yeah, I played yeah. it at, the last time I played it was at BlizzCon 05, I think. Okay. Oh. So we made might have played it at E3 05. That feels recent, but that was almost 10 years ago at this point. The other thing about these features too is that uh, the release date for the Xbox One being 11-22, that is eight years to the date uh, that the Xbox 360 came out. Mm-hmm. That's the same launch date. Um, that's That says a lot. This console has been on the market as the primary console for Microsoft for eight years now. Has any other company had a console on the market for that long? PS3 was one well, year shorter. PS2 was yeah. technically on the market for they're a long time. They're still selling it now. I mean, their primary they're primary console. I think they just is, stopped. This is, the, okay. this is the current-gen console. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still you can still buy an NES to this day. You can buy an Atari. Well, they say 360 is going to go another three years into the Xbox One. No, I'm saying, like, this is the, the console. I'm saying yeah. this is the console. Gotcha. Like, the years of the console, it yeah. launches, and then until the next one Maybe launches. some of the earlier consoles went a long time. So, Nintendo was, like, 88 to, like, 80, 95, maybe? No, it wasn't that long. Any yeah. Super NES came out in 92, I think. And so, when we talk about things like Titanfall, to me, didn't look quite like a next-gen title. Something else down the road is going to. You look at Oblivion... Mm. Didn't actually exactly look like a huge Xbox 360 title when it came out. Then a few years later, we get Skyrim. You know, mm-hmm. five or six years later, um, it's unbelievable. Those two games came out on the same console, yeah. same hardware. Yeah, you look How at the screenshots side the by side; it's totally different. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Um, and even the the user experience, which you talked about, like you look at the original dashboard for the 360 oh, yeah. versus what you have now, with like the blades versus the tiles, <laughs> totally different. <laughs> I remember at the time complaining like those blades at the time were like, yeah. so slow to pull up and then slide. Now, I don't know. It's, it's, it's trying different. to remember because it's been so long since that switchover happened. And now there's a whole new set of slowdowns where you got to watch the ad or whatever that pops up on the... Well, it's on the front end versus yeah. every time you try to move and do something. So uh, a user on Twitter right now, QChristian16, is pointing out what a lot of people are pointing out, which is that the Xbox 360 currently has that feature where if you buy something on Xbox.com, yeah, it it'll download if your console's sitting home and your console's on. It'll, and, it's and, your game, and your gamer tag is logged in. Yeah. yeah. But don't but it, you, when you log into Xbox.com, it does knock you off your home console? Uh, I don't think it does, but it does definitely, and I'm glad they're fixing this with one because this happens to me on occasion. Uh, if you sign into uh, Games for Live or for on PC, that does bump you off Xbox Live. Right. That's kind of obnoxious. It's, well, I mean, I get it. What is that? Do you? What is that fixing? Who Who is that protecting us from? Well, I, don't, I, I guess so. It's like you have bought games on... Xbox. It depends. They're, they're you, exclusive. There's no crossover there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess it's all one system, so you wouldn't want multiple PC users to log on to one account. I can understand how that would be. I the guess. Case. Yeah. Because then they could re- they could buy. A they can't make for that distinction though. No, it's a good point. They should be able to. Which they are. They're fixing that. Yeah. Like, uh, what is the danger? DRM. It's all DRM stuff. You know what I mean? It's, DRM is such a pain in the ass because uh, I hate all DRM stuff. But it's, at the same time, I understand these companies have to do something. Yeah. Because if you just let anybody do whatever they want to, then people just pirate everything, yeah. you know, every chance they get, you know? Well, I mean, 
that's the, the old argument because the people who are going to pirate are going to pirate it anyway. Yeah. It doesn't. Someone will do within a day or two still, will crack it. Do you think that's still the case with consoles, though? Yeah. Well, really? with consoles, mm, there's it's a little it's different. Almost. They've made it nigh impossible to do it. On PC, People I can, can pirate a game. Any game I want, I can yeah. pirate in the next five minutes. I haven't done it yeah, in years can. and years. On a console, I wouldn't even know where to start. I'd have to, like, You'd have to get a modded. And, yeah, it's a lot harder, I would imagine. Yeah. I've, I've not ever looked up the specifics on Xbox. So, same with music. Now that music's so cheap and available, I it's so much easier yeah. for me to just go and get it. Yeah, I, I, you, yeah. can, oh, you can also buy songs a la carte. You have to buy the whole thing. It's like, oh, yeah, of course, this, Well, this, the games this. industry haven't done, hasn't done that, though. Yet. They, they haven't tried to price themselves down to... Combat piracy. They've never done that. Steam has, wouldn't you say? Steam, you're right. I take that back. Steam has done a great job of doing that very, if you make it affordable, if you make it attractively priced, people will buy it. People will buy the shit out of things on Steam just because it's cheap. Yeah. I've done it. That's why, yeah, so I bought a Kerbal Space Program yeah. like that. It's like, oh yeah, five bucks. Or you know, a lot of people also pirate games, not because they, or software, not because they want to use it. It's just a collector's thing of like having mm. like the entire series of something if you want to ever play it. And I, mm. I pay to do that on Steam now. It's like, I have every Civilization game. <laughs> in case I ever want to go back and play like Civ 2. I get a Jones to play oh. Civ 2. Oh. <laughs> so we're, we're at time, but we did, forgot to talk about the Nintendo 2DS, which was also announced last oh, week. Uh, we talked about that in the patch last week, okay, actually. Never mind. We, right. talk, we talked about it's it quite covered. a bit. Um, but there's been a lot more information that's come out about it. It's not quite as big as people thought it was. Mm. You got to show that stuff in scale. Yeah, they to. wouldn't let they wouldn't let the press who were there take pictures of it, so it was impossible. I think the one picture I saw was a guy who put a piece of paper over it and like traced the outline and then put his 3DS on top of it to like really? compare scale. Since they wouldn't let him take a picture, what, smart was guy. It close or yeah. Well, yeah. we learned that too with when they showed both the PS4 and the Xbox One. That's it true. took a couple days before they put them side by side before we had any sense of how big these things are. Or then next to a 360. So you, right. Because for some reason, that Xbox One, when you just look at the box, it looks tremendous. Yeah. It looks huge. Looks like a prop from 2001. It does. Yeah. Like, you'd expect you could launch a shuttle with it. Like, <laughs> you put it next to a 360, it's like, roll the shuttle out on the thing. <laughs> All right, so we're at time. We've got to wrap up here. want to thank everyone for watching us this week. And I want to thank Ryan for coming on the show. Thanks, hey. Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having me back, guys. We'll be back on Monday with another episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast and next Wednesday with another patch. Bye. Bye.